Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, right. 
All right. Uh, we are restarting. And, uh, again, I apologize to everybody, including including the co-host, for my uh, my gaffe. Um, but we're back, and let's roll. So um, I, I was trying to state and very clearly state that the, in my opinion, that on any way that you interpret this rule, this should have been a catch. And I'm blaming K-Star for this, and I'm going to get to that in a minute. But this is K-Star's fault. But I'm going to get to why it's K-Star's fault in a minute. But this, this, is, this is a catch. And, and I want everyone to understand that this is not the same. And, and for the record, I think Calvin Johnson was a catch too. Okay. But this is not that play. And every time I hear someone say that this is the Calvin Johnson rule, it makes me want to throw up. Calvin Johnson went up, caught the ball, came down on two feet. Clearly caught the ball. Should have been a catch. Okay, should have been over. He then took his right hand with the ball in it, and, I, and, and it looks like he was stabilizing himself with the ball, and the ball came out of his hand. It didn't look like – no way, shape, in that play did like he in that possession. It just looked like – he turned around and was going to fall and just use the ball to stabilize himself. That's how it looked, and the ball comes out. He's in the end zone. He runs out of bounds. So they say he didn't continue the act, the process of the catch. I don't agree with that either. Okay, but that's that play. Des Bryant jumps up, makes an incredible catch that maybe only a handful of players. I mean, Calvin could probably make that catch. Des. Odell Beckham, I don't know, maybe maybe a Brandon Marshall out there, I don't know, I don't know, Brown out in Pittsburgh can do it, I don't know. But there's not a lot of guys that can make that catch. But then, watch the play. Everybody, if you're listening, and trust me, I'm going to market the hell out of the podcast. I want everybody to hear this. Watch the play. Catches it with two hands. Switches it to the left hand. Turns, doesn't just fall down. Because that's not what does. Turns his body towards the end zone. One, two, three feet. One arm as he's reaching for the goal line. How on this planet is that not a catch? And then they say the ground can't cause a fumble, but the ground can cause an incompletion. Is there any point in time where the ball is on the ground and not in his arm? Is there any point in time that the ball is on the ground and not in his arm? There is no point in time, none. When he turns, and, and frankly, if you look at it, it almost looks intentional, like he knew the play was over and was just grabbing the ball. It's over. It's done. His question was, is this a touchdown or not? Did I break the plane? This is, this is so clearly a catch that it just disgust me that it was overturned. It disgusts me that they're saying this is the Calvin Johnson rule. No, what this is is this is an NFL who doesn't have the guts to understand and out that maybe a little rule that you're trying to apply doesn't apply to someone with this level of athleticism. Dean Blandino had the audacity to say that it was his forward momentum. His forward momentum didn't twist his body. He took three steps. Do you not watch this guy? You are the VP of officiating in the NFL. Do you watch the games? Do you not know who the players are in the game? This is, this is what he does. 
Okay, you can't know what every player does. This is a superstar. This is one. This is a top receiver in this game. You mean to tell me that you are not aware that Des Bryant always goes for the end zone? And that's what he did. It is clear. And how? If you take, am I am I biased? Of course I'm biased. I'm a Cowboy fan. Not gonna lie. But if you take the, the the unbiased of all the other fans who are saying boo who so what it's not a, I can't believe the people that are saying there's no way that was a catch it, it wasn't a catch I've been watching football forty years there's no it, it, it was a catch and I'm disgusted that so many people don't think it was a catch and I'm disgusted that the NFL and 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 Blandino well. It's a rule we may need to read. What, 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 now you want to revisit the rule? You said it was clear cut. You said it was no doubt. It was an easy call to make. Then why do you need to revisit the rule then? Why, do you need, why is it going to be revisited in the offseason then? If you're comfortable that the rule was implied, was applied appropriately, there's nothing to revisit. But you said, oh, I'm sure the competition committee is going to want to re- review this. Why? And for crying out loud, why did we make catching a football so damn complicated? We all played catch in our backyard. We all did. Me, me and my brother used to go up to the, the school right behind where we grew up. we go up there and throw football around, play some catch. Last I, last I knew, if it hits your hand and it's secure, it's a catch. Why did we make all of this the process of the catch? What? Are you kidding me? What did we turn this game into? You can't hit a quarterback, you can't guard a wide receiver, and now you can't even catch a ball. I need a moment. I need a moment. Uh, 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 JB, your thoughts. <sighs> oh, boy. Well, yes. No brain is a catch. And, and I think I have a better ability than you perhaps to take off my hat and, and be just an, the, a football fan and not a Cowboys fan and look at it from just a, a football fan's perspective. When I saw it and no, I've seen – Wait, 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 wait. Don't say that. I have no problem being a football fan. What I'm saying is I am biased, but I'm also, I have zero problem being a football fan. It is the football fan in me that said – there's no guarantee Dallas wins this game if they make the play. So let's be clear. I have a problem being a football fan. As a football fan, as a Cowboys fan, as just an intelligent man, I'm saying it's a catch, period. No matter how, no matter what hat I put on, it's a catch. You done? You done? Yeah, I'm not just saying don't don't tell me you have a better chance at being uh, just a football fan. I do because that's not true. I can be very unbiased when I need to be. So that's just not, that's not a true statement. So that's all I'm saying. Uh. Anyway, y'all didn't talk before the show. This is lovely. Go ahead. My point is when you go up, grab the ball with two hands and have the ability to switch the ball into your left hand, that right there is the beginning of your football move. You come down inbounds, go to turn up field, Reach out with your left arm. You are now making a full-fledged football move. I don't understand where along the lines it becomes not a catch. He stretches out to break the plane, and the ball pops up. It didn't pop up and then fall out of his hands. It just popped up. 
he still has control over it. And I do recall, I believe also in the rule books, when you make a catch, because they're always replaying it, uh, the receiver can catch the ball, and the ball can touch the ground. As long as it shows that the receiver is in full control of the ball, it's still considered a catch then. Somebody can speak up now if I'm wrong, but I've heard that several times. You're wrong. Uh, to an extent, it's again. This is all. This is all very. It, a lot of it's in how how it's interpreted. But I'm, I'm going to read this real quick. Um, rule eight, section one, explains that when a player is going to the ground in an act of catching pass, he must maintain control throughout the process of contacting the ground. If the ball touches the ground after the player secures control of it, it is a catch, provided the player continues to maintain control. Um, where is that's what he said. That's, that's exactly what he said, Keita. So go ahead. Okay. Because we hit the ground, he maintain control. No, but that's but he he actually did state the rule. He he just didn't he just didn't let him finish his point. But no, go ahead. Thank you, Dr. Train. Can you give your diploma to case star for a minute, please? <laughs> anyway. I'm not. I'll make this brief because I want everybody else's opinion on this. I'm. I'm just anxious to hear what what everybody else has to say in, in its totality. But uh, again, football fan, not even cowboy fan, just football fan. It's a catch. It's clearly a catch. And the fact that it has to go to replay and be reviewed was well, mind-boggling to start. But I understand that's what they got to do because he had a one one flag left to throw, and he happens to throw it then. So I understand that. But the other part that bothers me is this. I was listening to Mike and Mike in the morning yesterday, and they had on one of their co-hosts that I do respect, watched him play, Hall of Fame receiver, and respect his ability to play. He said it was pretty easy that it was not a catch. Chris Carter, I'm sorry, bro. That was a catch. You're dead wrong. You caught over 1,100 balls. You All you do is catch touchdowns, and you're going to tell me that's not a catch. I don't understand it. You're entitled to your opinion, but you're wrong. You are wrong. That's a catch. And I, and I too, agree with, with, with T. I'm not going to say by any stretch that this play cost them the game because if you all remember just last week, they had the the, uh, the field goal that they missed from inside the 10 or something like that when they got the turnover, got deep in Detroit Lions territory, and still didn't come away with any points. So who knows what would have happened first and goal on the one? Who knows? They could have come away with nothing then, too. So I'm not going to go that route. But I will say that's a catch. Let me, let me just, before uh, Trainer K-Star speak, for some, I, I think the site is having a problem. Because it give, it, it, the same thing is happening again. Um, and I know for a fact that I scheduled it for a longer show this time. And yet, for some reason, um, it's we are now on archive again. So I, I, this time I know it's not me. I know I said it for 180 minutes yet. And so, um, so we're on archive, which I believe we get an hour. Um, I'm not going to go through reset scheduling this again, so let's just keep going. But uh, just mind you that we're, we've got um, we've got about an hour to to get through everything. So um, wow, yeah. So I apologize. I don't know what's going on. I just did the same thing, but this time I made a point, and it's, it's we're already off live feed, and it's it's archived. So 
I apologize. Um, I don't know what's going on. I will definitely be sending a complaint to this company because I pay to use this service, and I don't appreciate this. So, um, um, so uh, Dr. Train, your thoughts on the catch? Oh, shoot. Let me make sure I'm brief then. Um, the, the problem is not the, the problem. We, we don't the have it. We problem. don't have a very long. You don't have to worry about time. We don't really okay. have a huge okay. agenda anyway, so we're okay. 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 Well, uh, like I said, the, the problem is not the um, the problem is not the catch. The problem is the rule. Um, just like Calvin Johnson ball, I don't care how it looks when he spins and trying to keep his balance. I know Calvin Johnson caught that ball. Uh, uh, as a bear saying, I just put my hand over my eyes, over my face, like, wow, they gave it to us because that's a touchdown. And it was amazing. And just like Des Bryant's catch, uh, that was a catch. Understand what the rule states, and according to the rule, yeah, incomplete, but it was a catch. And it was clear that Des knew he was close to the end zone when he came down, so his last move was to stretch out. So the problem is not. There's Brian Foster, not Calvin Johnson. The problem is the NFL. All right. K-Star? Yeah, I pretty much agree with that. Uh, the only thing I was kind of saying earlier or before uh, or after Jay was speaking, but kind of let it go, uh, was that the only interpretation of it that, you know, makes it the way it, what happened was, you know, when he went to the ground – um, he lost control of it very, very briefly, and because of it, that's why it was ruled the way it was, which is complete and utter bullshit. I absolutely agree. It's stupid. They should have, you know, fixed this years ago with the Calvin Johnson rule, or with the Calvin Johnson controversy, because it was a controversy then, and now it cost the team, or it potentially, I should say, cost the team a playoff game and chance at a. Yeah, well, uh, well, here's here's my problem though. Here's where here's where you guys are both wrong. Okay, because. It's not it, – this rule should not be applied to this play. It's not, it's not that he lost possession on the ground and therefore – no, no. If anything, then it should have been a fumble then that he recovered. What the rule states is they're saying he did not make a football move or a move common to the game. That's what Dean Blandino said. Therefore, they viewed his going towards the end zone – as still the process of the catch. So when the ball hit the ground and popped up, it was incomplete. What I'm saying is him going to the end zone was his football move. Therefore, the catch was already completed. When he came down, when he switched hands, he had possession. But, okay, in the NFL, you've got to get two feet in. I'm okay with that. So one, two. He caught it, switched, went from two hands to the left hand, so that he could reach out to try to get the ball into the end zone, use the right hand to, to secure the ball and extend the left hand. So my point is, no, this is not an, uh, uh, um, implying a bad rule. I don't disagree that the rule sucks, except I don't think the rule applies here because they're not understanding that Des Bryant is a freak of an athlete. And, no, that wasn't his momentum. That was intentional. Did he use momentum to make the lunge? Yes, but can every wide receiver do that? Hell no! Hell no, they can't do that. Most wide receivers are going to fall on that spot, period. And frankly, I wish Desert just did that. Wish he had just fallen. 
Had we known what we know today, we might be having a different conversation. But that's not how Dez played. That's why he's a super. He saw the pylon, and he was trying to get Jeez. to that pylon. Here, here's the problem, though. It, with that, if you okay, if that happens the way in which you would request it for it too, for basically that would have been a fumble. Either way, the ball would have gone back to Green Bay then. Because even Why would it go back to because he didn't maintain control. He didn't have full possession in the end zone then at that point. It's because the ball bounced off his hand after hitting the ground. So but he, if, if, if he if had he possession has, too, that why, point. Why, 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 wait, 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 wait. So, 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 first of all, I don't understand what you're saying. We'll go back to Green Bay. I'm saying is the catch is complete when he hits the ground because he is making a football move. So at that point, he's got possession. Not after he falls to the ground and the ball comes off. They're saying he still doesn't have possession. I'm saying I've watched every play that Des Bryant has played since he's joined the NFL, and that is a move that Des Bryant can do that few NFL wide receivers can. He was making a football move. He was making a move common to the Des Bryant play. This is how he played. Not my fault. Not the Cowboys' fault, not the NFL's fault that Dean Blandino and his cronies in New York don't understand. So when he catches it, shifts arms, comes down, takes three steps, three, lunges to the end zone, he's got possession. So if they're saying that the ball popped out, fine. If you want to say the ball popped out and he wasn't, I think he should have been down, but that's that. Okay, you, if you're saying he's not, I think he should have been down by contact right there. Should have been half yard line down by contact. But if you're saying that, nope, the play was still alive and the ball popped out, then fine. It's a fumble. Des recovers. It's a touchdown. I'm okay with that. I think the proper call would have been down by contact. It's a live play. He's got possession. He went to the ground. It's clear where he went to the ground. He didn't quite reach the end zone. He did have Shields draped all over him, so Shields is right there. It's done. It's down by contact. That's how well, Des Bryant plays. Right. Well, I mean, put this out there, too. When he stretches out, I know a lot of people I've heard, well, why didn't he just keep it in his left hand and reach with his right? Uh, T, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Des is left-handed. So that would be the reason for him to put the ball in his left hand to try and stretch yeah. out. Yeah, he is left-handed. Right. I think that although it's a minute detail, I think it's one that needs to be thrown out there because a lot of people seem to think with him going to his left hand constitute a reason for having lost possession of the ball. But he's left-handed, so that's what he's going to do. No, it's, it's when he touched the ground that he lost control of it briefly. Because they even said that the ball touches the ground if the player secures control of it is a catch provided the player continues to maintain control. There was a point in which, in which part, the control the part, was lost. The part of the rule you're missing, the part of the rule that you're missing is the, is the common to the game part of the move. You're talking about the process of the catch. The process of the catch ends when they make a move common to the game. Right, right. Point, no, 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 I, I, I get that. Catch. It's just that it's, it, it's, it's, it went for interpretation of football move. That's where it kind of left it to the discretion of the referees to then you know, put in their interpretation of how the football uh, no, movement. No, obviously it wasn't a discretion of the referee because the referee on the uh, Johnny on the spot called it a catch. It went to the discretion of the discriminating officials in New York when when uh, uh, McCarthy challenged it. So the guy right there who was right, unlike Detroit, 
who threw the flag from 30 yards away. Because people want to bring up Detroit, right? Well, the guy who threw the flag was 30 yards away. They got together and realized that there were three other officials with better views that said, no, it's not pass interference. This guy who called it a completion and mar- was right there. He's right on top of it. He didn't call it an incompletion. They didn't huddle and get together and say, you know what, I think this is the Calvin Johnson rule. It was McCarthy who had to challenge it. That's a problem. The guy, he's right there. I'm just disgusted. I'm just disgusted. I'm disgusted. I don't understand that any different. that's, That's my problem. All these games that everybody has seen, all these referees that obviously have seen a plethora of games, and then it goes to New York and gets overturned. Uh, I don't, I don't understand it. Well, I can tell you why it happened. I can tell you why it happened because of, because of goddamn K Star. That's why it happened. He had the audacity. He had the unmitigated call to be on this show last week and say it was fishy. Landino was on the bus. And and that whole thing was fishy. I said, K-Star, what are you talking about? I said, I don't know. It was fishy. So now, K-Star on the Madden Voice, because you know we're worldwide. Everybody all over the world is listening to the Madden Voice right now. And, and, and Blandino gets wind of this, it's fishy, and says, well, shit, I can't, I can't give them this catch. I, I, they know I was on the bus. If I give them two plays in two weeks, I got a problem. Even though I firmly believe that – you know, they made a mistake last week, but now they caught me on the bus. Now i got to fix it. Here's how I fix it. Now, I'm joking about the K-Star thing, but I'm half serious. I believe that there was pressure in New York. And like a makeup I call type thing? Like a makeup call. Like you, see, you yeah. see in NFL all the time. Sometimes you see in the NBA. I think it was a makeup call. What's that? Yeah. You see it all the time in the NBA. Absolutely. I think it was a makeup call. I think that there was no way. And, you know, my dumb ass didn't think of that at that time. I sat on my couch and I said, that's a catch. I, I, have, I have zero, that's a catch. We're about, we about to go ahead. Now, I'm already thinking they got to go get two, then they're going to be up by three, and they got to kick the ball, and then they got to kick the ball to Enzo, and they're going to get the ball at 20, and, man, y'all got to lock Rogers down. Boom, boom. I'm already thinking ahead of what's going to happen. Because they're going to score at the half-yard line. Murray's getting in that end zone. There's no doubt about that. Okay? So, it was just a matter of whether they would convert the two or not. Either way, Rodgers got to go get at least three to win the game, tie or win the game. So, I'm already thinking ahead to that. There's no way. There's no way. It is impossible. And then these cats had a nerve to come out and say he didn't continue the process of the catch. The process of the catch. You play school. You play. You play Pop Warner. You play high school. You play college. You don't hear the term process of the catch. You hear catch the damn ball. Now we go to NFL. Now we have the process of the catch. They, 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 they yeah, now onto the rule. The rule sucks. If they use this rule, they don't understand Dez. They don't understand the superstar athletes. Dez is ahead of his time on this one. And not just Dez, Calvin Johnson, Odell Beckham, there's others. You know, you make you make these guys have to say, well, don't be so athletic. Man. Don't do what you do best. Just catch the ball and go down. Don't try to do anything special that shows that you're a freak of nature. No, 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 because we're going to have a rule that says you've got to continue the process of the catch. 
I mean, think about it. You can have a process with a catch. You can, you, it's so subjective. Well, you know, I, I caught the ball. I went on a slant and caught the ball and ran. Yes, but you fumbled at the 10-yard line. The process of you didn't complete the process of the catch. Incomplete pass. I, I don't. It just, it's just ridiculous. And the biggest gripe I have is their job is to get it right, and their job is to understand the personnel that these rules apply to. And I'm sorry. There's more than one. There's more than one case where you find that just because it's legal doesn't make it right. And every eye test in the world says that's a catch. Well, that's a problem. If every eye test, if everybody is saying, other than Green Bay, of course, everybody is saying, well, and Chris Carter, bum, it's a catch. But they follow up with, but the rule is written, really? Well, we have a problem here. <laughs> we have a huge problem. It's a catch, but the rule is written. Well, really? And Stephen Jones, brother man, Jerry Jones' son, executive vice president, you're on the competition committee. What? I said competition, competition committee. committee. What? I said you know, on the competition committee. What? I mean, this is ridiculous. This is, this is sickening. I'm not saying I'm done, but I but 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 because I know we're under uh, we're under a little bit of a time constraint more than we would normally be. I guess we'll move on for now. We may come back to it. We may not. I don't know. You coming back? You coming back? I'm, I'm just irritated. I might, <laughs> I might come on. I might come on and do a Madden voice lunchtime Madden voice tomorrow and just talk about this for an hour. I might just do that. I, who knows what I might do this week? I don't know. I might. I, I might do that. I don't know. Um, let's talk about Peyton Manning. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. Did you have more, Train? No. Uh, that I know we we stand on this this subject, but you know I'm I'm actually you made me want to go back and look at the Calvin Johnson play and, and T as I see his play, um, I, I don't even see the rule of applying to Calvin Johnson because this dude actually catches the ball and, and goes down to the ground with his knee even in the zone. That's that's a completed catch with the ball held up in the air. It's when he tries to turn around and get up because he's excited about the fact that he just caught the pass. He's ready to celebrate. So when he tries to get up and go celebrate, that's when the best when he, he spins around and the ball squirts out of his hand because he's getting up. That's why I said the problem is not the catch. The problem is the rule. But But you're right. The rule doesn't really even apply. It is, they're yeah, trying to apply, right? And as I said, you're right because they're saying they're applying the rule, and then the rule doesn't even apply. So exactly, you know, these athletes. I mean, you can clearly see in the Calvin Johnson play, he plucks the ball out of the air with two hands and comes down with it. That's a yeah. catch. It, it's over. It's, 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 <laughs> pretty much. I mean, not only that, he lands in he lands in the end zone with a knee. Everyone says one knee is equivalent to two feet. He gets two feet and a knee with the ball in the air. That's a touchdown. Exactly. So running back or quarterback or someone running only has to break the plane and immediately – how many times do guys break the plane and the ball comes out and they say it's a touchdown because he broke the plane? Yes. It's a touchdown. Nope, not a fumble. But if you catch the ball – You've got to do all this acrobatic dancing before they can call it a touchdown. 
I mean, what happened to the good old days of you catch it two feet down, it's over? They need to go back to that. Catch it two feet down, boom, possession. Whatever happens after that happens. Want to call it a fumble if the guy whatever? Fine, I don't care. But that's the way the rule used to be. It was very simple. You know, then they had if you got pushed out and you could have got two feet down, it was a catch. Well, they got rid of that. Okay, fine. These are professionals. You got to get your two feet in. If someone pushes you out, it ain't a catch. Okay, I'm okay with that. I remember the days of push-out catches. You know, we determined. And there was a lot of controversy around those, and they got rid of it. I'm okay with that. You want to play with the big boys, get your feet inbound. I'm okay with that. But now you're saying, so you, you change that, but now you're saying that's not enough. Now you're saying you've got to complete the process of the catch. You see that it's in your hands, and you've got two feet down, and then you fall to the ground, and then the ball comes out. Even though you had possession, and you fall to the ground and the ball comes out, we might say that's an incomplete pass because you've got to make a move common to the game first. You've got to make a football move. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but you got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just ridiculous. I think it's a perfect situation, or this is a perfect example where the simplest answer is oftentimes the best answer, and they need to apply that here too. Occam's razor. Look it up. I was a physics major back in the day. Occam's razor. Go ahead and look it up. Uh, anyway, but that's really what Occam's razor is. If all things are equal, the simplest solution is usually the solution. Um, all right. How about we tell them all when they jump up for a ball from now on, why don't you um, fill out your resume, make sure it's done, get some references so you can apply for a catch-a-ball job. Let's just do that. Uh, Let's just make it easy for the body. Let's just do that. Uh, uh, I feel like Bunny Mac right now did some boo. It is. It is. And, you know, the good news is that, you know, Dallas is already turning the page. Um, Jason Garrett um, today, five-year new contract. Um, and Rod Marinelli looks like a three-year deal. Um, so all of those people that had him going with Lovey Smith to Tampa, slow your roll. You know that's why you need that's why people need to just chill and wait and see how things play out. Rod Marinelli mm-hmm. would have been a fool to go down. Rod Marinelli is like 68 years old. He don't want. He loves Lovey Smith. We already know that. Okay, but he don't want to go down to Tampa and start over. He had built a very good thing here in Dallas. And with Sean Lee coming back, Justin Durant coming back, Mo Claiborne coming back, um, you know, the potential, you know, uh, and we don't know about offseason, but the the potential of what this defense can do in a year now, with another year, bringing back those those players, you want to start over? This guy wants a ring. And as much as he loves Lovey Smith, Tampa's got a long way to go. He knew, I'm going to stay here. I I got a better chance of getting the Super Bowl right where I'm at. Didn't start over down there. Sorry, Lovey. Uh, not even if they even had a talk, but Lovey's Mr. Smart Guy. He'll figure it out. But we yeah. we are very happy that Rob Marinelli stayed with us. Um, now we got to get Lenahan. I don't think Callahan's going to stay, however. I do think Lenahan will stay in Dallas. I, I don't think that Callahan will. I believe that Callahan, um, um, I just, I, I, he's the offensive line coach and – Offensive coordinator, although Lenahan is calling the plays, 
And I just have a feeling that Lenahan's going to stay. I think Callahan might have other opportunities, and I think he's going to go. My opinion, we'll see. Um, and as far as the players go, we'll wait and see. You know, and, and, and no clue. I know Dez, I know they're talking franchise tag for Dez, and there's money on the table for Demarco Murray right now. But Murray may go and test free agency, so we'll see. But they did put a contract on the table, uh, reportedly um, four years for a little over fifteen million. Part. Of course it would. Yeah. Of course it would. Absolutely would be a mistake. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm a bit surprised um, that they that they made him uh, made him an offer. I'm a bit surprised, um, but it was the right thing to do. I just thought that that when you you only have so much money to spend and you need to improve your defense, I didn't know who was gonna get who was gonna be a casualty. And I thought Murray might be a casualty. I thought that they might feel like they've got a shot at an Adrian Peterson, you know. And so that's what I thought. But I hope that they would keep Murray because if it ain't broke, and I think bring him back. I like what he, yeah, yeah. I like what he did this year. Eighteen hundred and fifty-five yards. Bring bring home boy back. So I hope yeah. Murray takes the deal or negotiates the deal that he wants and stays. Dez will get the franchise tag. Everybody else offensively, I think, is in good shape. Um, it's really the defense that we've got some questions about. So, but anyway, um, got plenty of time to talk about um, free agency, draft picks, and all that stuff, and we will hit all of that. Um, I did want to talk about Peyton Manning because K Star had posted um, that he thought that uh, Peyton Manning should retire, um, and uh, I commented on his thread that while. I don't disagree that we didn't see a decline and I think he deserves one more run. Um, and then after that, we discovered that he's been playing with a um, torn thigh muscle. And um, which I, I think kind of explains the erratic play over the last five or six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so my opinion on this is, you know, everybody, everybody is saying he didn't look like himself and, you know, we're so quick, and and I was guilty of this maybe a year or two ago with 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 uh, Tom Brady, and I was wrong. And I came out on the show and I said I was wrong. I think as a, as a NFL fans, we're quick to want to, you know, tell someone that it's over. And yet, I think Peyton Manning at ninety percent is still better than twenty five quarterbacks in the NFL. I still think now whether he wants to play under those conditions is a completely different story. But Peyton Manning at 90% of Peyton Manning is better than 25 quarterbacks in the NFL. I, I would encourage him. I mean, this is it, dude. You know, this this isn't like Michael Jordan, retire at 32, come back at 35 and win three more championships. No, this isn't, this isn't that. You're going to be 39 years old. If you retire, it is over. That's it. There is no coming back. You know, this is it. And if you do come back, you're not going to come back to what you have now. So, Dude, I don't even see what the decision is unless he's in more pain and discomfort than we know, unless his neck or his whatever's going on is worse than we know. I don't understand. Well, well see, what, I, what I think part of what I think part of now is is was affected decision is one they just let John Fox go. Um, well, yeah. So yeah. who's 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 going to step up to be head coach? Because the one great thing about um, the four horsemen is their continuity in in their coaching staff. Uh, that, that that also helps them. And you know, you you're always looking at 
he if he stays, then you must have some plans to move up Adam Gates because it's to my understanding that they have a very good relationship uh, uh, as far as you know as far as the offense goes, and that would at least continue to create continuity for uh, the strength of your team. So uh, if they if, if Adam Gates gets away, it would be difficult for me to see why Peyton Manning would stick around. He he would need continuity to even, in my opinion, to still be competitive. Gates. Gates is the continuity, the offensive coordinator. Yeah. I know he's talking to San Francisco. Um you know, but but I, I I get the continuity part of it, but let's be clear. Let's just say Gates goes to San Francisco, and now uh, uh, Manning is sitting there making his decision. No head coach, no offensive coordinator. Elway has already said we want Peyton to stay. Elway's not stupid. He was in that position. He knows you don't get a Peyton Manning often. So if we can get Peyton for one more year. And, you know, Peyton's going to make a pretty penny if he stays. He, I think he's kind out. Will they renegotiate that? I don't know. But he's scheduled to get $19 million next year if he stays. And Elway has already said we want Peyton back. Okay? So, first thing is you got $19 million on the table. Second thing is you've got an executive vice president who's been where you're at who understands. I think Elway, because it's Elway, will do whatever it takes to make Peyton comfortable bring in whoever he needs to bring in to make the transition less. You know, this is our philosophy. We already know who the offensive coordinator on that team is. It's Peyton Manning, okay? This is Peyton's show. So I think Elway will cater to Peyton, uh, Peyton because this is his, you know, Elway wants a ring as, you know, part of senior management. And if, if you know, who, who's their backup, Brock, Brock Osweiler or something? I mean, so if Peyton decides to retire, what are you going to do now? You're not now. You're in now. You're really in shit trouble. You might as well. You might as well blow it up now. Who are you going to go out there and get? Mark Sanchez, Tim Tebow, bring him back. You know. So I don't know. That's my man. Kyle Orton is always done for hire, yo. Yeah, Kyle. Kyle Orton just said, "I'm going to go be with my family." (laughs) (laughs) K Star, you tend to follow Peyton Manning pretty closely. What are your thoughts? Uh, I still think that I, I think he's going to retire. Um, you think he's going to, or you think he should? I want to be clear. Yeah, I think he's going like, to, and I think I think he's going to, and I think he should because based off the expectation that he has set for himself and his for his own legacy. So here's the thing with Peyton. I mean, yes, we found out he was playing with a torn quad, which, by the way. We discussed, and, and T, you, you and I, uh, we both were in agreement here a few weeks ago. We thought that them going to the run game and being so run heavy wasn't – it wasn't just them evolving into a running team. There was a reason behind it, as we speculated then. And now, of course, we find out what the deal was with the torn quad. But, with, you know, the thing is, let's not forget he's, he's 38. His body is going to give up on him more and more easily. It's going to be a lot harder for him to recover, longer recovery times. With that in mind – he doesn't have a very strong arm, and with, you know, with him needing all that leg uh, drive and, and power more so than you know than ever before, we can't even definitively say that you know he will be recovered in time for the start of the regular season. Who knows? His body's older, and who's to say that he won't you know then uh, immediately re-injure himself uh, you know fairly easily, even maybe during warmups. Like it's 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 
something where I don't think Peyton will want to have to deal with or even put himself through um, and go through the Brett Favre disaster world tour in his final season. I don't think that he's yeah, a kind of player. Yeah, that's, not, that's not a fair comparison because Brett Favre for many years flirted with retirement, um, you know, played for um, three teams. I mean, it's not a fair comparison. I think no, but that has nothing to do with what my, what my analysis is. I'm saying that as far as his play that final season, you know, after being yeah, coming well, back for one more year in his age. Yeah, but do you think Peyton Manning's going to want to go out like like this? They're going to like this and go out like that. I mean, well, you know, yeah, there, you, you get to well, a certain wait, wait, point. A, okay, but he's not Brett Favre, number one. You're making a lot of assumptions of what might happen next year that there's no reason for us to believe. He does not have a history of being injured. We don't know. Yes, he had a thigh injury. Okay. I mean, if, you know, injuries are part of the game. The guy goes and rests, gets therapy in the offseason, comes back. Uh, there's no reason to believe he's going to come back and get injured, will he? We don't know. It's football. It's part of the game. Yeah, I, I mean, I, mean I, I, I think the assumption that, he, that all these negative things are going to happen um, at 39, I think, is a bit much where, you know, the guy still threw for over 4,700 yards. You know what right. I mean? I mean, he, he's it's not, not, like, it's not just know, an assumption that his body's breaking down. You know, it is. Well, the the assumption is the the assumption is well, no, the assumption is his body's breaking down. He he got injured. We don't know that his body's breaking down. He hasn't said my body's breaking down, so we don't know that he got injured. We know he's getting older. We're all getting older, but we don't know that his body is breaking down because he got injured. I, I think that's an assumption. What I am saying is is that the guy threw sixty six percent of his passes, forty seven hundred yards. The guy that just beat him threw sixty one percent. 4,700 yards. The guy who just beat him, 40 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. Peyton Manning, 39 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. I mean, you know, and, and QBR, 101.5 for Peyton, 96.5 for Andrew Luck. So if you look at the complete season, he's, he, he is right in line with what we're used to getting from Peyton Manning. I think the problem is, is that the guy played for the last five or six weeks with an injury, that I firmly believe affected his passing and God bless him for not using it as an excuse. And now everyone's saying he's done. He's washed up. Let it, you know, it's time to retire. I don't know. I don't know that that's the case. I don't know that he is done and washed up. I'd like to see him come back healthy, ready. And yeah, 39 years old is 39 years old. But I think Brett Favre had one of his best seasons ever. For the Vikings at 39 years old, since you want to use Brett Favre, it was Jay. What do you think? Yeah, I think he should come back if he's healthy enough to play. Yeah, and 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 you actually, to you, you you stole my thunder a little bit. I was going to say that Manning, even though you see him on the Papa John's commercials and you see him stand up front and he's cool as the other side of the pillow, dude's got an ego. All right, he has got an ego the size of Texas. He just doesn't put it out on display for everybody. I don't think, and this is just my opinion, I don't think this is the way he wants to end it. I don't think this is how he wants his legacy to, to be talked about. I think if he goes out, he wants to go out on his terms, his way. And, yes, he's 39. Yes, he had the neck surgeries. No, he doesn't have the same arm strength that he used to have before. But with Peyton, it's, different. it's not so much physical. It's more mental. He is more of a... Uh, 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 a uh, preparing freak, if you will. He goes up there and dissects you and beats you with his brains more so than he does with his arm. 
He may not have the zip, but he knows how to get the ball where it needs to be at the time it needs to be there. So personally, I'd like to see him come back. I think he will come back as long as he's healthy. That's the only asterisk I would put by it. As long as he's healthy, I believe he'll come back. Right, which we don't know he, that he will be. Uh, here's the thing, though, with Peyton. You're right. He absolutely has always been a preparation freak. That hasn't changed. Uh, it didn't change when he got injured. Um, his pre-snap you know, prowess is the best that we've, we've seen. But here's the thing. Father Tom is undefeated. And there's a lot of guys out there who could still absolutely play the game in their head, but it doesn't mean they can play on the field. And when you watch Peyton, he doesn't have, and you, you've seen it the you know previous few years comparatively to uh, his earlier years, the arm strength to really make some of those throws where he's more reliant on you know his full bo- his his whole body functioning as a whole to even get some of those throws in there. Because let me tell you something, he cannot make several throws. He couldn't make several throws over the past month against you know basic man-to-man coverage. I've never seen Peyton Manning in a game where his only his only uh, decision that he made pre-snap that gave him the best odds at beating main coverage were simply go route anticipation throws on the field. Are you kidding me? Peyton Manning has always been a guy who moved guys around, bunch formation, uh, and, and you know made short to intermediate throws to you know, with crossing routes and things of that nature, pick routes. To, to beat man coverage, but he was settling for anticipation go route that he couldn't even make. That's for me told me a lot of different things that you know if a guy is literally settling for his his one for for one option to beat man coverage, it tells you a lot about his physical state and his lack of ability and trust in his arm. Um, well, and that, well, and that, that arm strength has been deteriorating for a while. And, and while he has great, hold on, I'm not done. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, we don't got all night. I, I, I'm just saying, while he's always had great anticipation, you know, the arm is still suffering a bit each and every year. It's, it's getting a little, little less zip. But all right, real, 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 let me just say, let me, let me, let me just clarify something. I said Brett Favre was 39. You said 38. It was 39. So don't, don't ever correct me again. He was 39, and then he turned 40 that year. They played. For I had to correct you so, when you when you said Le'Veon Bell never had a fumble or fumbled. So. You'll be corrected again. I mis I mis I misstated what I was saying. I misstated mm-hmm. and I clarified my statement. But don't correct me. I tell you something. Sure. Um, Peyton Manning never had a strong arm. And, 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 and Peyton Manning but never. I, he was never. He was never that guy. He wasn't Aaron Rodgers. He never we, had. He, uh, we've watched him his whole career. He was never that dark, accurate. You know, Tom Brady, Dan Marino type of passer. But the ball always got there. So that, let's yeah. clarify that. Secondly, I think you're underestimating what, you know, when, you, when you're playing the quarterback position, how important your legs are to making those passes. And he was playing w- with a, 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 a handicap that he hadn't played with before. To my knowledge, I don't recall Peyton Manning ever having a leg injury in the NFL. So, but he's a warrior. He's going to play. So he had to adjust his game to the fact that he was limited in the what he could do because of that tear in his thigh. And I've had tear, you know, twice in my thigh when I was a track competitor. That's painful. I don't have, I didn't have the resources that these guys have. But man, that that thing hurts. And he lived in, and that's a long time to heal, you know. And this guy's going out every week 
staffing it up and playing. So I don't think you should, we should under – you know, if, if there were no injuries and he just looked the way he looked, I'd see a difference. Still, and, but and, and that's I, what I think that injury is for real. If you look at the stats, because numbers never lie, if you look at the stats leading up to that injury and then look at the stats after that injury, they're night and day. Now, and, and to, again, you, you said just what I was thinking. No injury and we see the fall off, different story. But there was a reason. You're exactly right. When we all talked about this about a month ago with them switching from going to a pass-first team to now a run-first team, there was a reason, and now we're seeing that's the reason. He's not going to be able to do some of the throws that he wants to do because you throw with the strength and power of the base of your legs that gives you that ability to get that ball from point A to point B. It's not always arm strength. It's always having a good, solid base. And if you've got a torn uh, thigh muscle, you don't have a good, solid base to throw off of. Once he's healthy and he's good, I personally expect to see the Peyton of old. I'm not surprised his performance had dropped off having that kind of an injury. So at least I'm glad to see there was a reason behind it and not his performance falling off. That injury was significant, and I think that's why we're seeing what we're seeing. It makes no sense, but guys, did you see how he got injured? Did you see the actual play? And this is where I think it's more of an age thing than, than what you guys are trying to – what you guys are basically discounting. I don't, I don't, I don't did you guys think, actually I don't, see the play? No, I didn't, but I don't, I don't know that it matters. The torn thigh muscle it does, torn thigh muscle. It was a basic rollout to beat man coverage, and he apparently tore it on the play. On a, listen, he he wasn't moving very quickly. He wasn't doing anything uh, out of the ordinary. I mean, listen, he's he's done this millions of times in his career, but this basic movement, he somehow tore his quad on. I mean, the, his body's breaking down. Father Time is undefeated for a reason. I'm telling you, like, these things are going to happen. We as often he does, he's still a pretty old man. K Star, we seen folks run a route, blow their knees out. You, you got to be kidding tear me. Tear their, tear their, we blow, right? Non-contact all the time, all the time. Young guys do it. Adrian, how many times did Adrian Peterson do Peyton it? Peyton has never had inju- injury history. I understand that, K Star, but that doesn't mean it's not possible. So ask yourself, what's changed? You're talking old man injuries, though. That's not an old man injury. That's a freak injury. You got Achilles tendons, pop, tear. You make one wrong cut, knee blows out. Non-contact, you go down. That's not old man injury. It's a freak injury. That's going to happen anywhere that, 20 years ago. Watch the play. Train, Train, do you have any thoughts on this? Dr. Train? He probably on mute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of that phrase, "old man injury." There, there are a ton of injuries that happen, young or old, in the NFL to the same players. It just doesn't. It doesn't matter the age. Uh, no matter, and sometimes it doesn't even matter how how good you take care of, take care of your body. One wrong hit, one wrong twist, uh, one wrong step, and and you belong something. Uh, so, like I said before, his his return to me will be based on uh, the coaching staff that, that that will be put around him. That's that's what I. Think. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think I think that's going to be more of an. Uh, I mean, I do think that I don't know how the neck is, um, and I think that would be more of a of an issue if there was a problem with the neck. Um, the thigh will heal. 
and I think the thigh will be fine. Um, I think the neck, you know, we don't know because he's not the kind of guy that's going to come out and, um, you know, say anything. Um, you don't tell about his thigh either. What's that? So he's not going to tell us about his thigh injury or quad injury at all either. No, he's, he's not. He, 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 that, and that's that's why I think we're all a lot of this is speculation because he didn't come out and say anything. You know, but, I mean, you know, we, we saw Aaron Rodgers, who's eight years younger, you know, on a simple run play, aggravate his uh, his hamstring. I mean, these things happen in in this sport, and I don't I don't I completely don't think it's an old man injury. I think it's an injury, and I think it heals, and then he decides whether or not he feels he can play at that level. And and I don't even think it's going to be that. I think it's going to be: Do you want to go through that grind to get back to that? I think that's really going to be the answer. You know, what these guys have to go through to play at that level, none of us could ever relate to because we're not world-class athletes. So I think that's going to be the question. Do you want to do this one more time? You've been doing this for, you know, 18 years, 17, 18 years. Do you want to do this one more time? And I think the other side of it is what Train said. Um, What are they going to put around him? You know, who's going to be the head coach? Who's going to be the OC? Are they going to let him still do what he does? Or, you know, are they looking to make changes to the offense that he just wouldn't want to be a part of? So stay tuned. Last thing before we get to game picks. I heard a noise. Someone wanted to say something. Yeah, hold on. Real quick, a month ago he did actually kind of say and suggest that he did want to play again. Uh, but it just sounds like his, his tone changed dramatically since, uh, you know, obviously after the Colts. Uh, playoff game. I don't. Uh, I don't. So. I don't think. He, I don't think he planned on losing to the Colts. I think he planned on going to New England and playing the uh, Patriots. And uh, you know, I think that you know, I, I, um, you know, Peyton, Peyton, and Romo. The two things I saw in common were complete utter shock and disappointment that they didn't win. I think Peyton believed that they were going to, you know, win and beat the Colts, and I think Romo knew that they were going to Green Bay and they were going to win that game and then go to Seattle. And uh, both these guys lost, and I watched both their press conferences, and there was just uh, like a, I can't believe I'm standing here having this conversation. I can't believe my, <clears throat> excuse me, my season's over. And I don't, I can't relate to that. You know, I don't know how you guys make millions and millions of dollars, and now it's over. It's done. You know, you're, the next day you're cleaning out your locker, you're having excellent interviews, and it's over. I mean, by now, these guys are home. It's done, you know. So that's a lot to process, and now we got to start all over again with OTAs and all that, and am I ready for all that? Do I want to go through this one more time? And I think that's a common – that's why Elway came on TV and said, I told him not to think about that right now. You need to get away because Elway went through it, you know, and that's why I think something with that Elway relationship is going to bring him back one more year because this is it. I mean, you retire, it's over. So, um, one last topic before we get to game picks. Um, so, you know, we know that um, Seattle won. We know that they'll be hosting the Packers. Um, we know that the Ravens lost, uh, blew two 14-point leads to the Patriots and, and ultimately to lose um, um but it was an interesting play that I wanted to see what you guys thought of um, where I guess Belichick, and I'll make this a brief description, um, had four linemen 
had six receivers, but one of them wasn't eligible. So, therefore, that sixth receiver didn't report because they weren't eligible. And so there was a, a formation that, you know, the press is saying he may have gotten from Nick Saban or from college that I guess Harbaugh wasn't prepared for because it's very obscure. It's a very obscure rule that you can do this. Um, and I heard Ryan Clark on ESPN radio today say, I've been in the league for 13 years. I've never seen it before. And if I had been uh, seen that, I would have known what to do. And I respect Ryan Clark because he's been in the league for 13 years. So is this a case where Belichick just outsmarted Harbaugh with this formation and got a much-needed first down? Or is this why he has the nickname Belichick? You know, like we talked about the Des Bryant situation, what's legal may not necessarily be right. I'm curious you guys' thoughts as to resorting to this type of play under these conditions. Is that a, is all fair in love and war, or do you guys think he, you know, dude, you really stepped out of bounds here? Let me start with Dr. Train. Uh, I don't remember the exact play, but my simple question is, uh, was it against the rules of the game? Nope. If it's not against the rules of the game, then uh, bravo. This okay. JB? No, I have no problem with it. I mean, Train, I agree with you. If it's not against the rules, go for it. And also, Shane Vereen had told the ref he wiped his jersey to show that he's an ineligible player on the field. Everybody saw it. Everybody knew he was ineligible. Hey, the game of football is about making judgments on the fly. You gotta make but it they don't announce. On the fly. Well, well, yeah, but, but, but let's remember, they don't announce ineligible. They only announce eligible, so everyone didn't know it because they don't announce it. So that, that's, that's, the, that's the bugaboo here. The ref knew, but they don't make the announcement. Anybody that comes in and becomes eligible, they announce it. 34 right, is eligible, well, 72 is eligible. They, did not, they don't announce ineligible. Did, did the ref know? No. Yeah, he told the ref. He just I, yeah, okay. he, he, has, okay. he has to report in. Revenue. They announced okay. eligible receivers. They announced eligible it, it, receivers. It's not against the rules. No, however, we've already covered that. No, it's not against the rules. And then, then I'll fall back and leave it right there. Okay. I was just correcting you. Everybody knew. I, I, I don't know that everybody knew simply because it doesn't have to be reported. The ref knew, yes, but it doesn't have to be reported. So, Baltimore um, really that's, didn't know. I got no problem with you uh, correcting it. That's fine. I still hold my thumb very first when I was the main one. <laughs> All right. Okay, sir. Hey, everybody uh, but the Ravens knew. I mean, you saw him uh, announce it on the telecast. I said everyone but the Ravens knew who was ineligible in the play because, I mean, you could see it on the television broadcast, and obviously the referees knew. Sucks for Baltimore. Um, but they weren't cheated. And the question is, you know, if, if – you know, this is why he has the name Bella Cheat, or, you know, was John Harbaugh simply outcoat or out smart and outfoxed? Well, obviously he was out uh, smart and outfoxed because he didn't break a rule. Um, and, you know, he played within the rules of the game. And uh, if anything, you know, he, Shane Vereen, when I was away to tell the referee, he was uh, ineligible. So, you, again, there was no rule break or anything like that. They just study the rules and – you know, do a better job than anyone else, apparently, at applying them to their advantage and exploiting them. This reminds me of Madden. This reminds me of someone complaining about a cheese play. Well, guess what? you got to stop it. 
can't just ban it mid tournament if I'm not breaking a rule. Yeah, well, well, yeah, but 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 uh, yeah. All right, let's not let's not get started on that. Um, um, my problem with it, and I'll, I'll be the one, I'll be the only one that sees a problem with it. Um, again, legal doesn't necessarily mean right. Okay, um, I, I think it's cheap. I think something that is obscure that doesn't get used. And you decide to, to to be smarter than the other coach. I mean, why? You 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 you've got you've got a team that never uses this play, and now you decide to pull this obscure play out on 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 your opponent because you were able to uncover this rule. Why are you looking for shortcuts? You've got a great team. You've got a Hall of Fame top probably three all-time quarterbacks. You're a Hall of Fame coach, and not because you've um, circumvented the rules. You're a Hall of Fame coach because you've been to five Super Bowls, because you keep building teams that are competitive, that win playoff games and give you, you know, you, you didn't get there by, by looking for loopholes. So why now? You know, this is, you know, this isn't like someone bringing in the read option that wasn't used in the NFL and is legal and saying, let's try it. Oh, this is great. And we're not prepared for it. And this isn't that this is something that I'm sitting on defense and I see this and I'm like, what the hell is this? Because it's never used ever. So I think, yes, it was legal, not disputing that it wasn't legal. I just think it's cheap. Does Belichick care that people think it's cheap? Not at all. This is a guy, Spygate, right? This is a guy who video cameraed people's practice, uh, uh, practices um, before he was told to stop doing it. He clearly will do anything he, he can to win, and in some respects that is respectable. But when you're, when you're dancing around the appearance of impropriety, I got a problem with that. You don't need to do that to win. You don't. I wish you had. You know, I really do. And, and I will certainly be rooting against them all the way through. This weekend, and if they make it to the Super Bowl, I will. I'm back to. I, I had gotten over my hatred for the Patriots when they came down to Connecticut and played us for fools to leverage uh, us against um, Massachusetts to get a new stadium. I, 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 I hated them then. I got over it. Respect their greatness, respect their dynasty. I'm back to hating them. I think it's cheap. Legal, yes. Cheap, yes. My opinion. Don't like it. And I hope I hope uh, I hope uh, the Colts go in there and kick their tail. I really do. Well, I What's that? I said I'm not over the Foxborough Stadium mess with, with them using Connecticut as bait. I ain't over that. Uh, if I'm gonna have a reason not to like them, I'm gonna stay with that one. Now this one is, is a play they used, and and if you're gonna if you're trying to win the ball game, you're trying to win the ball game. I ain't got a problem with it. I got a problem with that stadium, but that's it. Well, I stated my piece. I think it's cheap. I don't think I, I think they're better than that. I don't think they need to do it. I think that they could win these games without without him having to. I I just don't see it. I don't think it's necessary. So, and I do think why Create. that's why he's got the nickname Bella Cheap. Yeah, creativity isn't isn't cheap. I'm just saying, it was creative. You can't dispute that. It was. He had play designs around it. I, he did his homework. 
I don't. I just don't see how it's cheap. I, I, it's unconventional. Subjective. Yeah, it's unconventional. It's not, it, create, create, creative is is subjective. It was legal. It was it was a play that, per NFL rules, was legal. That I, I cannot dispute. Um, but the the he knew, which is why we're even talking about it. He knew that the other team wasn't going to be ready for this. He knew this. He knew how obscure, obscure this was. You know, and and you want to say kudos to him for that? Okay, that's fine. You want to say, man, that's why he's great? Okay, fine. I think it's cheap. You know, I question: Do you think that, that the Julian Edelman pass was cheap too? That play design because it's not you know, really that's, it's, that's 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 stupid, K Star. That's dumb. It's not though because conceptually it's the same thing. We see, wait, wait. No, it's not. How many times a year do we see a backward pass and someone throwing downfield, whether it's a wide receiver or a running back? That is completely different. But how many times have you seen the Patriots this year? How many times? Have you, that's not my point. You're talking about something that no NFL team has used, to my knowledge, ever. Because no one tried it yet. Just at some point, someone okay, tried certain plays. Wait, wait, wait. Te- te- coaches bend the rules to come up with these plays to begin with. You have the you have the nerve to compare it to a backwards pass and then a forward pass that gets used regularly. Yeah, because so it's a pass behind the line of scrimmage. You can still pass for it. This is listen, listen. And how often if do we coach, see that play? How often do we see what Julian Edelman did in the NFL throughout the season? How often? We see it, but that's only no, because no, no, wait, wait, don't, don't of why. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Let me take a point. There are innovators wait, wait, and there are followers. Hold it. Hold it. Stop. No, you're not going to do this. You made a point of comparing it to Edelman's play. So I'm asking you a question. How often throughout the year? Do we see that type of play? Fairly, uh, I mean, every once in a while. Okay. How can you compare so something a, that we see every once in a while to something that no one has ever be, seen? Be, because period, he, at some ever. point, at some point, at some point, there was a there was a team that never seen that backward lateral pass from a receiver to a uh, and the receiver on the field. That's my point. It has to start well, somewhere. Watch, well, I, I don't know. I've been watching football 40 it, years, and I can go back. It starts somewhere. Okay, but guess what? It started somewhere. Someone came up with that. Okay. It wasn't so just in the handbook. You're giving him credit for being the first one to come up with this, even though um, we're pretty sure he went and stole this from college football. And because it's legal per the rules, you're giving him credit for it. Now now everyone's going to do what yeah. you say? Well, I guess, I guess you're – you're the doing what you always do, which is predicting the future, and we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. So if two years from now everyone's doing it and you want to bring it up again and say, hey, T, remember that play? Well, everyone's doing it now. Wasn't Belichick a genius? Well, we'll cross that bridge then. Right now we know that no one has ever seen this play before in the NFL. That's what we know. It was widely covered and no one saw it, and he went and got it. Fine. It's legal. Conceded that already. I think think he needed to do that, particularly with the reputation. Not that he cares, because it's clear he doesn't care what he, what his reputation is, but not with the reputation of being of being that kind of guy in the first place. So that's that's my view. I think it's cheap. I don't think he needed to do that. So let's pick some games. Because I don't know how much more live time or archive time we have. Um, we've got two games, both on Sunday. Um, 
because the Seahawks are on the West Coast, they are the 3 o'clock game, and the Patriots being on the East Coast is the 6.30 quarter to 7 game. So we have the Packers, Aaron Rodgers going a rematch to the Seahawks. They did play in week one. The Seahawks spanked them. Um, obviously, both teams are much different than the now uh, uh, train. Who is your pick and why? For the Seahawks game, you're talking about, right? Um, man, I'm going to have to go with the Seahawks. Um, it, it, it's, it's simple for me. Aaron Rodgers played hobbled against the Cowboys, and he was he was he was successful. You know they 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 blocked for him, but that defense that Seattle has is is more vicious, and I think it's going to pose a real problem uh, for him if he can't get that if get that calf uh, muscle to the point where he can be as mobile as he normally is. So just just for that alone. Uh, I'm going to go with Seahawks right now and just keep an eye on Aaron Rodgers. If if Aaron Rodgers was 100% healthy, would you still pick the Seahawks? I probably would take a shot at Green Bay. All right. All right. JB, who you got and why? Uh, I'm, I'm going with the Seahawks in this one. Uh, I think they're – they're, they're a little bit more of a complete team, if you will, and I'm talking about offense, offensively and defensively. There was a stat that I recall from the Packers-Cowboys game where I think he was 25 of 36 overall, but when he was blitzed, he was only 3 of 7 for 40 yards. And Seattle brings the heat often, and, and I could see that being a problem, even if he was to be healthy. Add to the fact that he's not healthy with that defense, I, I think it's going to be a little too much for him. So I'm going to take the Seahawks. Okay, K-Star. Definitely like Seattle. I don't think it matters if Aaron Rodgers – I think it would matter if Aaron Rodgers was healthy or not. I just don't want to match up for them. Um, And also, as you and JB clearly are as well, 